Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I mean, because I would have I would have loved to have been able to do a Scatman Crothers. <laughs> that would have been, you know. Megatron! <laughs> you're going down! You know, but. <laughs> With these infernal setbacks never end. The revolution begins now. of Transformation Animation Podcast features Stephen C. Phillips, Mike Blanchard, and Michael Wilson. <laughs> I, I watched Kermit the Frog on YouTube earlier complaining about customer service. Cue the radio voice. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Transformation Animation Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DFG and Mike, and joining me is Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. Pecan Court Michael, hello. Hey, how's it going? It's going. And returning from Cybertron, Optimus Solo. Hello. It's been a long, strange trip, but I'm back. <laughs> and you survived. <laughs> <laughs> so far. Space Bridge did not malfunction. Not yet. <clears throat> Today we are going to be recapping Season 3 of Transformers Animated. So, Steve, what have you been up to? Mm, nothing much besides playing DC uh, Online. DC Universe Online. Because it's free. So I've been yes. playing that, and uh, I, I have... Because you're only allowed two characters for the free account. So mm-hmm. I have one bad, one good. <laughs> and one that looks kind of like Batman and is mentored by Batman, and one that kind of looks like the Joker and is mentored by the Joker. Surprise, surprise. Yes. It's awesome. Although, I, I, I still am waiting for Arkham City. Come yeah, out on the PC because it keeps getting delayed, bastards. Really? <laughs> yeah, for some reason. No interest. What? <laughs> no interest. <laughs> I'll send Captain Clown after you. Actually, I'm uh, in the parking lot of the GameStop right now. I've been waiting here for three days for my copy of uh, Skyrim. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> you guys don't play the Elder Scrolls games? Come on. Boo. No. I guess I'm booing you being there for three days. 
I'm saying boo for the whole game. Boo. Oh, I was going to say modern warfare or whatever. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I did see the line outside the GameStop the other night, though. That was crazy. Speaking of modern warfare, I guess over in the UK, somebody uh, held up a, a couple of semis and stole a million dollars worth of them. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, I read an article. Uh, this guy bought a copy, drove home, and someone had followed him into his parking lot and then tried to mug him and take his game. Oh, my God. Hey, the fucking yeah. game, and he, this yeah, is why I don't he, play video games. <laughs> he he ran it, up and beat the, the guy up. With my, it, it's the '90s with Michael Jordan shoes all over again. <laughs> well, <laughs> Michael, that's that's, that's why you go on on Steam and you download it. There's no physical be... copy, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold it in my hands. This ju- yeah, this just increases piracy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never played those. I mean, I like first-person shooters, but I've never played the uh, the Call of Duty games. The, yeah, the Modern game. Warfare games. I, f- I forget which one it is, but... It's yeah, it... Call of Duty Modern Warfare is what it's called. Modern there Warfare. we go. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. I've seen the commercials video. Yeah. yeah. So, Michael, what have you been up to? Uh, this month is uh, National Novel Writing Month. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so I'm writing, writing a, novel. a novel. Nice. Totally oh. writing a novel. Actually, nice. I, I'm... It's turning out to be more like a short story. You're supposed to write 55,000 words in a month. And I've got 16 chapters planned, and as it stands, each one is about 500 to 1,000 words. And that's 16,000 words. And uh, I'm not going to get anywhere near 55,000, but this is my first try. So, yeah, you know, it's a a nice first try. It's an interesting story. Uh, When I'm done with it, I'll probably burn it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's a nice first try don't burn it well you know I let Chrissy read the uh, first chapter and she was like did you write this and I'm like yeah and she's like this is dumb <laughs> Ouch. I, well you know it's it's stupid sci-fi so ah. nothing to do with Transformers although that's probably what I should have wrote just for fun because I know that better than almost anything else but but I didn't want to go that route. I don't want. To, I don't want to go down the creepy fan fiction route. You know. <laughs> well, the only way you could go down the creepy fan fiction route is if you melded G One Beast Wars Beast Machines animated and Prime all all together. I thought that's what animated did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think that was Cybertron Transformers <laughs> or Cybertron. Uh, yeah. And Kevin, what have you been up to? Oh my goodness, I have been on a movie. A marathon for Behind the Voice Actors. I've added so many movies in the last, I don't know, two or three the weeks. stuff I've never heard of. At least, at, least, <laughs> at, least, at least every time I see you post about each movie, I'm well, like... I, I added one of the Alvin that? and the Chipmunks, Meet the Wolfman. I did yeah. uh, Astro Boy. I did uh, Barnyard. I did all four Bionicle movies. Um, wow. What else Which have I done? Here's the ones that you the, the ones that you haven't heard of are the Ralph uh, Bakshi ones, uh, Cool World, Coonskin. Um, I did the video game movie or the movie based on the video game Dead Space, Downfall, um, hmm. Dirty Duck, Dirty Duck, which is not uh, a rated G movie. Um, <laughs> Fire and Ice, uh, Fritz the Cat, another one that's not rated G. And the last not one rated just, G. <laughs> the last one I just did was uh, Happily Ever After, the filmation version of Snow White. So, yeah, trying speaking, to get our speaking of Snow White, I've gotten into a debate with someone on Twitter. Um, 
Because I, well, and I know, I know Steve and Kevin don't care about this. I don't know how Michael feels about this, but I found Get Glue, and it's just addicting. And I watched the Snow White and the Huntsman trailer. It's probably the best rendition of Snow White ever, because that animated movie sucks ass. And I got into a debate on on Twitter with somebody about this. He's like, person's like, that's blasphemy. That movie is great. I was like, here, go to Tooncast episode 29, Snow White, listen to Kevin and I's thoughts, and then you can debate me if the movie is that great. Because I'm sorry, that is, I don't care how many people say, oh, it's it's number one because it's it's the first or whatever else. That movie sucks, but Snow White and the Huntsman, the new movie coming out next year, looks pretty decent. I think Michael okay. wants to say something. <laughs> I well, first of all, I, I didn't realize that you were, you know, uh, uh, an expert on the lore behind the Snow White <laughs> story. I mean, I realize that once once a uh, classic folklore gets fed into the Disney meat grinder, it, it doesn't come out quite the same. And yet, <laughs> that's the accepted version for almost everyone. Uh, and secondly, how many renditions of the story have there really been? Besides... Uh, the Disney version, the version with Drew Barry. I mean, there's so many different. There's uh... a Drew Barrymore version. Oh no, wait, that, that's the Cinderella story. Because yeah, I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> there's the filmation version that I just talked about. And that, yeah, there's the filmation version. That's seven female dwarves, but yeah. they're all troll-like things. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Lesbian dwarfs, lovely. Um, yeah, so it's just like, oh, it, what was the movie that came out not too long ago? It was uh, with the big bad wolf. It yeah. was a, it was a, a, it was a new version of Snow White. No, they had Little Red Riding Hood. Was not, I'm sorry, not Snow White. It was Little Red. That's right. I'm sorry. It was a little, new version of Little Red Riding Hood with the Hood big Wings? bad wolf, and you know that was supposed to be oh the new version, and I. Could, just couldn't get into it, and I'm afraid I'm going to go see this new movie and say, "Ooh, I just well, what they're, what can't they're get into they're this." Taking all these old, uh, you know, folklore type shows, and they're trying to capitalize on the, you know, what is the Twilight slash, you know, supernatural phenomenon. And, right. You know, that, that's what Little Red Riding Hood was going to be, and I'm guessing that's what Snow White they're going to do with that too. It's just a darker, more adult version of these fairy tales in live action with the- CG. Right. After the after the Disney version, there was uh, an all new, quote unquote, live version was done as a West German film in 1955. Um, it's very obscure. Was, so there's so a whole lot. Version in 1961, which is a parody. Uh, an episode of the Brady Bunch was dedicated to it. Ugh. Well, the the thing with uh, filmation, a little known fact here, filmation actually at one point had planned to do follow-up sequel-slash-prequel movies to all of the Disney movies <laughs> in their version, but they only got through this Snow White one and one other one, and I think it was either like uh, Peter Pan or 101 Dalmatians, and then they they didn't continue that. But originally they were going to do something out based off all the different Disney movies, and that would have been kind of interesting. But uh, my problem with Snow White has nothing to do with the Snow White lore or the Snow White story. My problem with Snow White is people saying that it's the best Disney movie ever. Oh, it's- no, it's ancient. Yeah, and when you take all against, you can't hold it up against so many other Disney movies that were way better, and that's my problem. I don't have a problem with Snow White as compared to other Snow Whites. My problem is Snow White compared to other Disney movies. It's not. If you're 90 years old, it it was awesome. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. back in the day when when you were used to seeing uh, all black and white movies and then uh, a a 34 minute color animated film. Right. Uh, But 
You can't hold that up next to, like, a Lion King. Yeah, Lion King, you know, Little Mermaid and Aladdin smashed the hell out of it. Oh, yeah, no, those are those are awesome. Those are the new classics, to be honest. And yes, folks, but, this is Transformers animated. <laughs> <laughs> One more thought here before we go. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, any of these new movies that are coming out that are trying to twilightify uh, the, 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 the old folklores, um, I, 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 I can't get into it because vampires don't sparkle. Well, <laughs> except in, for in, that, that in, last in, second in, before they burst into flame when the sun hits them. <laughs> in the case of Snow White and the Huntsman, it's one of the better remakes. Uh, it's one of the better, newer stylized movies, thank God. Well, Remember, the thing about Little Red Riding Hood, I think, is... It hasn't come movie. out yet. How can you even say that? Because I like the trailer, damn it. He based like the trailer. It's the best movie ever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and now but, uh, the blaster just made an opinion. It is law. Don't contradict it. But Fuck you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> the Little Red Riding Hood, though, I thought what was interesting about that is that the whole movie, I don't, I haven't seen it, but the, I thought the idea was that you don't know who the Big Bad Wolf is. It's one of the other characters in the movie, and there's supposed to be some type of mystery involved in that. Or suspense. Oh, I saw it coming a mile away. Okay, I haven't seen the movie, so I was hoping it was going to be good when I saw uh, it. When it's I was very pretty. It's a pretty movie. Uh, it's, it, it's a really nice period piece. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, it's not like, it's not like you have villagers in the 13th century wearing mascara. You know, it's, it it does it's a it's a very pretty movie. It's just not what I expected. I really expected it to be really kind of deep horror, yeah. and it wasn't. I was just kidding. something more important than talking about get glue and. Uh, we don't want to talk about get glue, or else I'll rip Mike a new one. No, you won't. <laughs> I hate get glue. It's such an annoying thing to see pop up on Twitter every five seconds. It's I, better I, than yeah. Foursquare. It's almost as bad. No, it, it's better than Foursquare. Anyway, we're going to get into the season three recap of Transformers Animated. Will you better? <laughs> that was the most bizarre introduction ever. You mean my dad put Megatron parts in me? Ew! We are back, and as I said, we're going to be recapping season three. We have a few different categories for this. We have favorite episodes, favorite characters favorite moments, and then we have least favorite moments, least favorite episodes, and least favorite characters. Uh, and then each of us will give our overall thoughts uh, on season three individually. Um, starting out with favorite episodes, for me, it's fairly fairly simple. Uh, Transwarped, Where Is Thy Sting, Predacons Rising, Decepticon Air. Uh, this is why I hate machines in Endgame. You just named half the episodes in the season. Well, that's because they're all the good ones. 
There's like nine um, episodes in this season, and you just named six of them. There's 13, actually. Well, I'm not counting the two-parters. Blanchard yeah. has formed an opinion. And that opinion is law! I love Transwarped for all the homages. I love seeing Rodimus in that. Um, I love the story, what they did with Wasp, and where is thy staying. Obviously, the you know the Beast Wars references and Predacons Rising. I would love to see... I love how anime you are on your favorite episodes. Shut up. <laughs> I would love to see an animated version of... And I mean animated as far as animation. An animated v- film version of Con Air, because I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> Sigh. Shut up. Uh, that's, all, course, that's all the world needs is more Nick Cage. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> um, My hair is a bird. Your argument is a bird. <laughs> He never ages. He's from the Civil War time. Didn't you yeah. see that picture? Yes. Uh, that is great, yeah. Uh, uh, this is why I hate machines, just for all the cameos and all the Cybertronian stuff and the jazz moments and the shockwave moments. Uh, that was really great. And, of course, Endgame, because it, even though we all, well, maybe not all of us, Kevin probably didn't want this, but even though most of the Transformers animated fandom wanted a season four, I think Endgame kind of put a, a, a very distinct period on on the series, uh, especially with that last 54 seconds of music. That's just awesome. So, Steve, do you have any favorite episodes? I know, I know, I know you have at least one. Pass. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, no, uh, I would say probably Transwarped was was a good. Um, all of it. Yeah, give or take. I mean, a few that were displayed, but, you know, i.e. Headmaster and all that crap. Um, Now, hold on. Wait a second. Shut your pie hole. It's my turn. That wasn't Headmaster. That was the Headmaster unit. Ah, blow it out your ass. Um, Predacons Rising. That would be my next one. And Endgame. That's it. Of course you'd head straight for the Beast Wars episode. Oh, yeah, I would. That was the best series of all of them. The only one that matters in the long run. Wow. Whoa. All right. Yeah, take that. What about you for favorite episodes from season three? Uh, I'm going to start off with Five Servos of Doom. I I like the Prowl backstory. Uh, Anything with Lance Henriksen in it. Has my vote. Uh, George Takai gets a voice. Uh, there's Ninjas, which is always awesome. And uh, I want to say the downside is that they introduced the new, you know, quote-unquote, the Sari's key of Season 3, which is a processor over matter. And I actually think they introduced it earlier as a kind of a concept, but this is the first time that it's actually been a, a key Beautiful. part of an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, secondly, uh, this is why I hate machines. <laughs> you know, we get to, I, I'm not a huge fan of a fan zone, a fan zone fan, yeah. uh, if you will. All right. But this is nice because we visit Cybertron and there's a lot of cameos, a lot of cameos. Uh, we get to see Metroplex and city mode. There's a purple shockwave, uh, rat trap is there. One of my favorite lines is a uh, robot dame in a room. Explains everything. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was great. Uh, Decepticon Air was good because uh, Fred Willard was in it. 
he's, he comes back. The clones get G1 helmets, which I really like. Um, Alpha Trion made an appearance. And at the very end, there's a homecoming parade with lots of uh, G1 cameos. It's a crowd scene. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, so those I think some of my favorites. So you you have to take uh, Transwarped, you know, as a given. And at the end, uh, yeah, at the end of the season, you have to uh, take Endgame as a given. But in between, you know, those are the three I like the most. Yeah. Okay. Crap. Now I gotta edit this. Damn it. Yeah, I know. It's like, hello. Ah! Edit. Hello, nurse. Did you did you crap out that time? I I noticed that the. Uh... No. Kevin. Uh, yeah, my whole thing shut down. It's all Kevin's fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> Last thing I heard, Mike was still talking about his shows. <laughs> oh well, then you missed all of. Oh, fuck. All of me yapping. Yeah. Yap, yap, yap. Alright. Which shows that you like, my Michael? bullet points. That sound like bullet points. Uh, oh. And Kevin, what are your... If you even have any favorite episodes from Season 3, what are they? Well, apparently you, got, you weren't paying attention because I gave quite a few episodes high ratings. Um, I well, narrated... just because you give them high ratings doesn't mean your overall opinion of the series is good. So, I mean, as far as... Season three, what do you like for episodes? I like three episodes kind of stand out for me above any of the other ones. Um, I'd probably put them as a three of the better episodes over not just this season, but the entire series. Um, one of them is This Is Why I Hate Machines. Uh, there was just a lot of cool moments, a lot of uh, Cybertronian-based uh, environments and storylines going on there. So that was cool. Um, Decepticon Air, I just thought that was all kinds of goodness. And um, the other one was uh, Where's Thy Sting? I, I really liked Where's Thy Sting. It was really? pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's surprising, because I have that on my list of not favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Where's Thy Sting because you had, you know, you start off with Jazz and Ultra Magnus, that's cool. You have some awesome moments from Shockwave. Uh, the whole Wasp and Bumblebee thing was fine. The only thing I didn't really like about that episode was the you know Jetstorm and Jetfire part, but uh, and it had a good ending to that episode I thought too. So those are my three favorites. I don't like any one of them more than the other. I think they're all on equal ground. But Decepticon Air, this is why I hate machines, and Where's I Sting. Uh huh. So moving into our favorite characters from season three, uh, we're gonna mix it up a bit. Steve, why don't you go first? Any favorite characters from season three? Yes, um, I would say first of all, uh, Yokitron. Woo! Just despite the fact that he was only in the one episode, right? Not only did he look cool, but he had a legendary voice. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, Star Trek, Star Trek actor. That's mm-hmm. how I mean legendary, <laughs> not that not Frank Walker. Yeah. Um, Rodimus Prime. Also because they got back the original voice actor. Yeah, Judd Nelson. Yes, so that that's why he's epic and awesome. Uh, Waspinator, despite the fact that he was nothing like the other the Beast Wars one, other than similar appearance, uh, I still like the character. And finally, I'd have to say 
Omega Supreme just because he's a big-ass ship. <laughs> I have no main characters in there, so take that shit. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what about you? Favorite characters from Season 3? Um, I also have none of the original main characters except for one. Um, I, I kind of broke down into three different groups. As far as like just like little cameos or quick appearances or one-episode type things... Uh, I liked Alpha Trion, uh, RC, and the very brief appearances of Trax, Warpath, and Metroplex. Um, Trax especially, <laughs> I thought was a great appearance. And I know Metroplex yeah. didn't talk or transform, but he was there, damn it. Um, as far as like the more minor characters that at least got a little bit of time, I guess not minor characters, but I, I liked Swindle. He had some cool moments in this uh, season. Lockdown, of course, made a reappearance, and, and Ultra Magnus I liked a little bit more this season than I did uh, before. As far as the major characters that I love in this season, obviously Jazz is epically awesome in this whole series. And then as far as this season specifically, I thought Shockwave and Starscream really had some shining moments. Uh, I liked them more and more the more I saw them in this season, so Shockwave and Starscream really kind of came to the forefront. And I think the best developed character in the entire series was actually Black Arachnia. I I know there really? wasn't a ton of episodes on her, but I just feel like they did more with that character than they did with ninety percent of the main characters. I just I, story I got and a sob story. Well, it was, but it, but they really kind of went into the emotion of it. They went into her battling the the balance between the organic and, you know, the robotic or whatever you want to call the other part. Um, and, you know, it kind of tied into the whole uh, Sentinel Prime and, and Optimist feud and Ultra Magnus angle, and everything kind of tied around that one event with Black Arachne. I just thought they developed her better than they did, like, let's say, Bumblebee or Bulkhead or even, you know, Ratchet to a point. So mm. I guess I give a shout-out to Black Arachne. I didn't think I'd like her, but I did. <laughs> What about you, Michael? Uh, I liked... Uh, well, first of all, let me clarify here. Are we, as far as just Season 3 goes... Um, yeah, Season 3 characters. Season 3, okay, good. Because I was going to say, out of the entire series, my favorites would have to be the Starscream clones. Yeah, th yeah, this is just the Season 3 recap. The overall series recap comes later in Episode 20. Okay. Well, yeah, even here, Starscream clones are pretty cool. I like Starscream's head. Because he was ahead of his time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm, you know, he should have stopped <laughs> while he was ahead. Yes. Uh, I agree. Uh, anyway, 
Yeah, but but out of just season three uh, characters that were only in season three, uh, I got to go with Yokitron. I, I agree. He's uh, he's awesome, and not just because it's George Takei, uh, but because he's an homage to uh, Hideko Yoki, who actually created. He was the designer who created the first uh, Transformer mm-hmm. way back in the Diaclone days. Um, other characters that are just in S3. I mean, there's not a whole lot. I mean, there's got to be like Waspinator, Dirt Boss, Warpath maybe, but he doesn't really count. He was only <laughs> there for a second. Uh, and then there's Safeguard, but but he's in my list of not favorites. So, so out of the characters right. that were just in season three, there's not a whole lot to choose from. But but Yoki Tron fits the bill. Uh, the and the head of Starscream fits the bill. <laughs> okay then. And for me, obviously, I am a Rodimus fanboy, so that was awesome seeing him, seeing him updated. Uh, I agree with Kevin on Jazz. Jazz is, is just amazing. Uh, I wish we actually had more of Soundwave and his uh, keytars. I really like those. Uh, finally, Shockwave gets his true colors. That was awesome. And just Shockwave in general is awesome. Yeah. Uh, blur, blur, even though, you know, sadly, he's dead. <laughs> um <laughs> I never liked Blur. I was kind of happy when he died. Shut up. It was a nice, nice homage. Yes. It uh, was. No, it was a really good homage. I just didn't like him as a G1 character, and I didn't like him as an animated character. I liked him better in animated because he didn't repeat himself over and over and over again. No, it was I, nice I agree. It was, yeah, I mean, it was nice that they used John Mashita, uh, you know, to reprise the voice, but I just didn't get into that character. And finally, probably, even though she didn't get enough screen time, uh, RC. Um, I wish that there was more with her as far as that goes. So, moving on to favorite moments. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, Kevin, any favorite moments? Yeah, I got a a few. Um, (laughs) When Shockwave got his true colors, it was a pretty cool moment. Um... I really liked, out of all the flashbacks, I really liked the one with uh, Optimus Prime and Ultra Magnus, where Ultra Magnus basically, you know, punished him to a point and then gave him his own command, even though it was just, you know, the maintenance crew, whatever. But I liked that whole flashback sequence with with Prime and Magnus. I thought that was well done. I liked most of the scenes on Cybertron. Uh, most of those moments were pretty cool, especially when they showed the, the council and and. Couple, couple different things on Cybertron. Um, as far as like one of my favorite lines, I think was Waspinator or Wasp before he got put into the uh, chamber. When he's like, "No, thank you." Yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and yeah, and Starscream being the comedic relief in season three was just awesome. Starscream's head was pretty cool. My favorite moment of all of his was when he landed on Megatron's ship and. Uh, what was it, Lugnuts asked him if we were picking up hitchhikers now or something? No, it's the other way around. Starscream was in the ship, and Lugnut landed yeah, on the ship. That's that's what I meant. That, that moment yeah. was pretty cool. As for my <laughs> number one favorite moment of Season 3, Prowl's death. Oh. See, you know, I cried. I cried. <laughs> I cheered. <laughs> I cried I'm, to the extent that I'm able to cry. To it. Really? I'm just indifferent Gosh. to it at this point. You're a Mainly because bastard. I 
All y'all. I, I, <laughs> well, I wanted more jazz. I give a shit less about Prowl. I want a G1 Prowl. He's my favorite G1 character. They bastardized him. Uh, I, I would have been happier if if uh, G1 Prowl was more like animated Prowl. Because oh I like God, that character. Don't ever say that. <laughs> That's G1 needs more ninjas. More viable ninjas. Not like... No, they don't. Bludgeon. If they did, they should have created new characters. Oh, wait, they already had Bludgeon and characters like that, so... Those were yeah. comic exclusives, so... They had Nightbird. <laughs> that was the only ninja they needed. Exactly. Nightbird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Steve, any favorite moments from Season 3? None whatsoever. No, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, where Rodimus is taking on the Decepticons by the space bridge. Mm-hmm. And shooting them with his uh, dual arrow, bow and yep. arrow. That was pretty cool. Uh, like the Ranger. Yeah, and then he, then he went to Cosmic Rust, so he he died. <laughs> Fucking oil um, slick. But um, I I agree with Kevin on the scene with Wasp, where he's like, "No, thank you." <laughs> when he goes in there, um, <laughs> that's a great line. No, he doesn't go in there. She throws him in there. Oh, I know, but I mean, still. <laughs> Uh, jumping to later in that same episode, I like the very end where Black Arachne is teleported to in front of a ape, a rhino, a cheetah, and a giant rat. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking too deeply into this. <laughs> I know. This is the same person that wishes they'd uh, come out with a masterpiece dragon Megatron that turns into the Beast Machines. That would be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. Never happen, but it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, never yeah, they're going to keep re-releasing Prime. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would happen if the Beast Machine series had been better received in Japan. I think it may have happened if uh, Hasbro had learned how to make actual action figures around that time instead of these <laughs> clunky pieces of shit. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the very end of animated where prime and his crew uh have the decepticons in tow and he has the magnus hammer and the matrix around his neck yes i'm surprised that's not everyone's favorite moment well it was kind of reminiscent of the transformers the movie the real movie Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) we know what you mean by transformers the movie it's not yeah it's not (laughs) transformers revenge of the fallen dark of the moon Yes. Um, Michael, what about you for favorite moments from season three? Uh, favorite moments. I liked uh, Snarl getting named by Scrapper. He says, yeah. I was going to call him Slag, but I think he took that as an insult. <laughs> uh, yeah, personally, I would have named him Slag anyway. Just, for, <laughs> you know, just just for uh, purest reasons. Uh, you. <laughs> it's just, it's just no good reason to call him Snarl. Well, there's a good reason, but still, he's Slag. He'll always be Slag. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I liked the uh, the Brundle teleporters in Predacons Rising, mm-hmm. and they showed the uh, in, uh, followed by the uh, that line that everyone loves. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think that's hilarious. I really liked it when uh, Prime got his wings. He's flying through the air and he says, Excellent! Yes! Makes it sound like he's an angel getting his wings. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. He drank Red Bull. 
<laughs> gets wings. <laughs> but any, it didn't sound anything like Beast Wars Megatron, but it was a nice homage there. And it was it was pretty cool. It's too bad he had to have his ass handed to him by Slipstream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was cool. I like to think the Slipstream got away. Oh, she did. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I have to agree with the that that final scene with the with the music, and they're standing there, and they're all in a row, and he's got the hammer. Prime has the hammer, and and the Matrix around his neck. It was just a a really cool scene. Uh, We'll have to remember to link that image that Mike sent out last week. Yeah, I can I can put it back in, in the episode 16 post. That's not a problem. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's so awesome you should put it in every post. No, not That's every post. just how cool it is. No, From no. here on out, every post. In fact, I'm going to try really hard to kind of like, find all the figures and reenact that scene or something. That was <laughs> epic. I'll talk to you about that off, off air because I actually have a job for you with your toys. Ooh. Right. So, talk to you about that off air. Cool. Uh, for, are you going to say anything else about favorite moments? Nah, it's all my favorite moments. Okay. For me, sadly, even though it was only the five minutes he got, anything with Rodimus. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, anything with Jazz. I think Phil Lamar did an amazing, updated, cool, hip voice with Jazz. And it's pretty just, vague for favorite moments. It's just like okay, well, anything with jazz, jazz was in like five or six episodes. Well, and jazz was awesome in in every episode he was in. Was there a particular thing that jazz did that was more awesome than every other thing that he did? When he said uh, I, that he never listened to the Sentinel Prime anyway. That yes, exactly. That. There uh. you go. <laughs> um, on, honestly, I think for jazz, he has a very unique character turn. Uh, from season two to season three, because throughout season two, the times that we did see him in season two, he's just kind of going along with it. And then Sentinel constantly continues to piss him off. And by the time I think it's this is yeah, it's this is why we this is why I hate machines. He says, screw it. I'm not dealing with him anymore. I'm on your team now. Um, yeah. But Phil did such an excellent, excellent job. I wish I had. I put it. Up, I, I edited the interview with Phil, and I put it up. I put a clip of it up on YouTube when he. We asked him, um, "Did they want you to do Scatman, or did they want you to do your own thing with the, with the voice?" And he said, "Well, if they asked me to do Scatman, once you have Scatman in your head, it's it's kind of hard to do anything else." And we had asked him if he could, you know, give us. Animated jazz in you know in, in, in a Scatman voice, and he did it. It was so awesome. I just wish I had a slightly cleaner version of it. Um, it's still very. Was it, was it vulgar? No, 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 no. Slightly cleaner as far as audio, audio. quality. Um, oh, because, okay. Because Ooh, all right. Doing it, <laughs> no, no, no. When he was doing the voice, you yeah. Know, when we're in interviews and we so hear it, it was the audio like, quality, not the. Yeah. Not, not the quality of of his voice, no. Yeah. Oh. The audio quality of the recording, as far as because right, in the right. middle of the line, I I go to start to say something, and he hadn't finished, and I'm like, oh god, I need to shut the hell up now. <laughs> but it was just so awesome that he did that for us. It was it was so great. So yeah, any anything with jazz. <clears throat> I do like the character development for Optimus. Um, you know, each of the main characters have their own story. Well, minus, you know, that stupid Energon farm bullshit. 
starfish on an energon farm i'll just never get over that um you know i i do like the overall character development for optimus uh shockwave is by far the most vicious villain are we talking about characters or moments no moments but i'm just saying i the moments that i liked with optimus were all the character developments with learning about his backstory with you know those types of moments as far as shockwave you know, he's such a a badass villain that any scene with him is awesome. Uh, I specifically like the um the All eye the scenes. The shut up. The eye in the the eye in, in into the camera fade is he's going to attack Ratchet and this is why I hate machines. And then they cut away from it and then they cut back to it. I thought that was awesome. And of course all the cameos. So, not really a spoiler warning here, but for those of you who are faint at heart or don't like to hear us curse a lot because we are an explicit podcasting network, it's best to turn back now because we're getting into a lot of the negative stuff. So, these last categories are all the least categories, and we're starting with least favorite moments. Kevin, what are your least favorite moments? I know they're numerous. Mm, I've narrowed it down to only a handful of the worst of the worst, I think. <laughs> 25. <laughs> um, first of all, the moments where Autobots do things that are non-Autobot-esque. Um, Not Autobotly. <laughs> <laughs> drinking oil. Um, I just hate every time they put a scene of Transformers drinking anything because I think it sends a bad message to kids. That's the teacher in me coming out. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I especially didn't like when they had the Autobots destroying the city. That's just not something Autobots do. They wouldn't have done it. Um, even when if there did they was, destroy the city? When they're uh, taking buildings and stuff in their... Uh, Oh god, I'm forgetting which episode that was. It was towards the end, and they're th- throwing, they're like picking up buildings and ripping them apart and throwing them at people to throwing them at a Decepticon to stop them or something. Uh, shoot, I can't remember what ep- what episode that is. I'll look it up here in a little bit. But it's not that you know I can understand that there was a purpose in it and that it made sense, but it's still not something that's in the Autobots programming to to do something like that. So I just don't like seen that because it just doesn't make sense to me i guess um is that the one where they where they're in tigertron stadium and they they tear down the billboard yeah Yeah. ah okay um so those are just little nitpicks about like when autobots don't act like autobots to me um the whole spitwad and snot scenes with falzone those were some (laughs) of my least favorite moments there was just there was ways to do that without being completely grotesque but uh, all right I understand it's organic, and the, but there was ways to to show the organic side without having a spitwad hanging. Had to get across to them that hey, look, you fear this. I understand this- that. I'm saying there was other ways to do that besides having a giant spitwad hanging from somebody's mouth. Would you rather Fanzone drop his pants and piss all over? He could have just sneezed or something. <laughs> he could have just had a sneeze. They didn't need to show it graphically. Yeah, st- he just reaches around and gets a big stink fist and chases rat trap around with it. <laughs> I would have rather him stuck his. Fi- I would have rather had him stick his finger in his own nose and then point it at him. Oh, a spitwad hanging three feet in the air. That, um, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> let's see my other moments. Um, I'll just narrow it down to the two, to two final ones, I guess. Uh, the Beast Wars reunion at the end of Predacons Rising. I know Steve likes it, but. I hated it. Um, I loved all the other beast. I loved all the other beast wars moments in that episode. I just did not like the finish with 
him showing Black Arachnus showing up in front of the animals that would never be together. Um, right. And the last Unless one, it was leading into something else, which it wasn't because you're thinking too deeply <laughs> into it. Exactly. It had no point. Um, it was a yeah. bad ending to a good episode. And the final least favorite moment is the all spark gathering in the final episode. The meditative all spark gathering. Yes. Oh, the the uh, processor over matter jam session. Yeah, that was stupid. I, I think it was fine up until Prowl died. I think it was fine <laughs> up until the part where they decided to do it, um, because it's just a cop out easy way to end the problem that they were having, and it was absolutely retarded that the Cyber Ninjas were the end all be all of Transformers animated. I, I like the idea that. Season four would have started with a non-fragmented uh, AllSpark. I mean, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the "gotta catch them all" mentality of, like, let's say, like season three, where oh, there's all these AllSpark fragments we have to gather up. And, right. You know, here, oh, it, I, I missed something that was in something all different. I missed something under my least favorite moments that's in all capital letters. I don't know how I missed it. Cyber Ninja bullshit. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Anything that had to do with Cyber Ninjas. Steve, do you have any least favorite moments for season three? Anytime a human appears. <laughs> Which wasn't anytime, very much in season three. Anytime the Constructicons appear. Oh. When the Expendables re- appear. <laughs> if you don't catch the Expendables, that's, yeah, that's... Uh, Your shitty Autobot replacements. Um... <laughs> Yes, I caught that. Yes. Um, let me see. What else? Uh, the death of Blur. That's true. I agree. I, I cheered. <clears throat> Yay, Blur's dead. You should be punched in the balls, sir. Hi, <laughs> Blur. You saw it. <laughs> I don't know. There are too many for me to actually count. <laughs> well, there were some I didn't talk about because they are just entire episodes, but... Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go there, but yeah, that would take we're gonna me all get, night. We're going to get there when we get to least favorite episodes, so. Um, anything else, Steve, for least favorite moments? Uh, I think you better pass. <laughs> Michael, least favorite moments? Least favorite moments. Uh, Snarl, not getting a speaking role? Yes. You know, I think Snarl should, I, I think he should speak. He's a Dinobot, not a doggy bot. Slag should definitely speak. Slag, exactly. Slag should be speaking. We should name him Slag and make him speak. And he, if he's going to speak, That's he should he be like... Talk because people kept calling him the wrong name. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, I don't respond to Snarl. <laughs> That's not my name. It hasn't been my name for 20 years. That's the other guy. We figured it out. Exactly. That was a problem. But no, I mean, it's cute. Uh, oh, he's a dog, you know, woof, woof, you know. Uh, I like the interaction between him and Scrapper while he's a dog, but I, I just, I'd rather have him have a speaking role. And then that leads into my second least favorite moment, which is the general misuse of Dinobots. Yeah. Uh, you know, Grimlock is there when he shouldn't be, and then he's <laughs> not there when he should be. You know, yes. they they throw him in there. Just why the hell is he here? He's he's like. And then he walks away, and that's it for the scene. It was like they introduced the Dinobots thinking that they were going to use them at some point, and then they never had a use for them. So then everyone's all they're like, oh, we got to feature the Dinobots. But the storyline never went anywhere. Exactly. And that was was my whole issue. 
<laughs> and the thing is, is you've got Grimlock, who's the only one that speaks. Uh, Swoop is thrown in there whenever they need a flyer that's not a jet. <laughs> and then they introduce the Jet Twins. Uh, uh, sigh. Uh, they introduce the Jet Twins, and, and then Swoop doesn't show up anymore. They don't need yeah. a flyer now. So it's a storyline that never got wrapped up. Yeah, no, they were just thoroughly wasted. I mean, wasted as characters, I should say. And there, there's a lot of G1 storylines that involve the Dinobots that they could have stolen from and made new. Um, or they could have just killed them, which would have been fine for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Grimlock. I like seeing him. I like seeing the Dinobots in general. The Dinobots were my favorites as a kid. But, there could uh, have been like some type of all-out epic battle between the Constructicons and the Dinobots where everybody just died. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you know, season four, we have uh, the third the boss creates Devastator, and and they fight the Dinobots, and they all die on the yes. island. And then the island sinks into the, sinks into the ocean, and they call it Atlantis or something. And they become Sharktacons. Oh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Green and... Green and purple shark to kind of thing. <laughs> so that, no, okay, we've just created an epic season four episode right here. Yes. Let's get on that. Any other least favorite moments? Uh, I, I don't know. Not, not especially, I suppose. There wasn't too much that I hated this, this season. For me, I only have two, really, because I didn't really overanalyze it so much as far as just the general stuff, but... I've hated Bulkhead this entire series, and Bulkhead as a human is, is the worst thing they ever did in this series because he's even more gross than than when he was a robot. <laughs> uh, low, low road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulkhead yeah. in this series is is one million times worse than the low road. No. Yes. Bulkhead yes. excused himself to go to the toilet. He didn't. You know, shoot missiles out of his ass for an entire episode. <laughs> I hate the low road. There's a huge difference here. Are we forgetting the low road? How awful it was. Oh my god! I hate the low road, but I would rather watch that than watch any more of the bathroom humor and st- stupid uh, robot uh, talk in this series. Mm-hmm. Yes, the robot talk is also a least favorite moment. Yes. Uh, see, I don't mind the robot talk. That drives me fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> no, I, I think that <laughs> I think that's good writing, to be honest. No, it's cheap writing. No, you know I, this is this is back to uh, I want to say you know how many times can you, can you actually say uh, how, how many how many ways can you do the um the head joke? You know he's ahead of his time. He, he should have stopped while he was ahead. Well, the writers here take that to the extreme every time. And it's and a lot of times it's clever, and a lot of times it's like, oh, man, make it stop. But, you know, in this case, I think, you know, the fact that they've done it so many times, it, it makes it clever by, by nature. More than meets the Viz scanners is not clever. <laughs> it is, well, I, I don't know. You know, I've read enough of the fan fiction, you know, to say, well, why do they call that? Why do they call right them optics? You read the Friggin' fan fiction. That's there's a lot of good fiction. fan fiction out there, to be honest. I mean, there's oh. a lot of really good stuff. But uh, no, it's not fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, I've read a lot. Anyway, what it comes down <laughs> to is, 
you know, there's a lot of fan fiction out there that's like, oh, moving my servos or seeing things with my optics or, you know, or my olfactory processor. You know, they, yeah, we get it. They don't really have noses, all right. You know, and they they they're not they're not organic. We, you got to describe them in different ways. You know, I understand, but uh, you know, sometimes it can get a little sickening. Steve, what was okay besides the low road? What was the worst episode? In the Beast Era, outside of that, out of the Low Road, no. Besides that, besides the Low Road in the entire Beast Wars, Beast Machines, both those cartoons, what was the worst episode outside of the Low Road? None. <laughs> Come on, that's it. See, I there was like only that. one bad episode, and it was the Low Road. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, no. My what what I was going to say was for me. He hates Tangled Web. He, okay, yeah, there, there, there we go. I would much rather watch, be forced to watch Tangled Web over and over and over again than watch anything with Bulkhead as a human. Because he gets to hear Tarantulas down there uh, playing with... Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. I just, I just don't want to hear the word Maximum Burn ever again. Unless it's from Optimus <laughs> Anyway, moving on. The other, the other one for least favorite moments I had... You know, and Michael brought this up last week. Uh, the fact that they start storylines, they start a new storyline, and they never f- even close it off. Oh, yeah. We never found, like, okay, season one, season two, sorry, it's his daughter. By the time season two comes around, oh, wait, she's not his daughter. She doesn't even exist. They built season that up three, so much. Season three, they... She's a Cybertronian, and throughout season three, through her upgrade, through her all this and all that, she starts getting these extrasensory tr- Cybertronian powers of she can telepathically link to the machines and this, that, and everything. They specifically show her in the ship talking or communicating with the protoforms, and she says, oh, that's why I'm here. We never fucking get any resolution to the sorry story whatsoever. Honestly, as bad as this is, you know, the way they built her up and the way that she was the human that was not a human, she was the answer to everything, she had the key. As sad as this is, she to make this series come full circle, she should have been the one that solved the problem in the last episode, not the Cyber Ninjas. That should have been sorry. I wouldn't have liked it either, mm-hmm. but she should have been the one that solved everything in the end. Because yeah. she, she was supposed died? to be... Well, well, she could die. Yeah, that's fine. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if the series was going to be true to itself, she should have just solved everything by using some finger key or something and just. <laughs> it makes sense. You got a point. I, I Yeah. Because they I built her up this entire time. Yeah. No, I agree. All right. So moving on to least favorite episodes. Now. <sighs> We have to start with Kevin and his hatred for Human Error. I'm sorry, which episode? Human Error, parts one and part two. I don't remember an episode called Human Error. Yes, you do. Come on now, I, I told you last week because you didn't mention it in your clip that on the recap you had to talk about it. Do you know how many times in my notes I cuss in this? <laughs> Just go ahead, I've already said we're... Ex- people have listened to us for two years now, they know that we are... <laughs> I, actually used, I actually used the word... Fuck shit, bitch, <laughs> and well, I guess those are the only cuss words I used in there. Um, anyway, 
I have no problem with Soundwave. Let me get this right. You know, let, let me get that straight. Soundwave is one of my all-time favorite characters. Soundwave being merged with bluegrass from Silverhawks. <laughs> playing a, having a sonic attack Soundwave guitar session. I have a problem with. I thought uh, that was cool, though. I thought that was the worst moment of the episode. Um, <laughs> I like, okay, okay I, but hold, hold on. Before you go any further, they had to figure out a way to homage the cassettes, the cassette characters, without actually making Soundwave back into the cassette deck boombox that no kid in 2007 and beyond would know what the fuck a cassette deck is. So the fact that Laserbeak and Ratbat are a guitar and keytar, I did like that, though. That's forgivable. Yeah. And then we also get Prime with his axe. Oh, the Transformers turning into humans. Yeah. Um, I will say that Prime's voice fit his human character better than his uh, robot. Well, that's because the model of a human is David Kay. I know, I'm so. just saying. But Bulkhead's voice did not fit the human character at all, in my opinion. I thought Bulkhead's voice only fit the Transformer, not the actual human character. Um, I have written down here, sorry is an ungrateful bitch. I don't know... <laughs> I don't remember what that's in reference to. Oh no, I know what it's in reference to because she's going on. She's because it, it, this is the this was the Christmas episode, the two part. Oh yeah, when her... she, she's going around showing them her new jetpack and not realizing that they are not there. They're in trouble. Well, and she was ungrateful every time she opened a present or whatever from her dad or all this other stuff. She was just I don't, didn't like her in this episode. Um, why did the bombs from Mario World show up in this episode? <laughs> The bombs had teeth and faces, like like the Mario one. Oh, sites. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I the bombs. Yeah, I wasn't it quite sure. Me, why it took there. me a second. Why were the bombs in Transformers animated? I don't know. I was confused. Um, we got another great anime sequence when Megatron showed up. That was terrible. <laughs> then I have a note here that says this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by a note that says, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Followed by a note that said, it's taking everything I have not to shut this shit off right now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the worst line in the entire series was uttered in this episode. If you believe it here, you can make it so. Are you kidding me? It's from Jean-Luc Picard. Somebody actually wrote that? Oh, my God. Um, and my major problem with this is it was a season one episode. This was not a season three episode. This this was uh, had nothing to do with anything else that happened before or after it really. Well, it, it it is a season three episode in the essence that we already had Soundwave's introduction, so he had already been there, and this was him making a comeback. So okay, that's the only reason. Season one episode. I just don't. It, didn't, it had nothing to do with the. It didn't fit in in season three. It didn't fit with the other stuff that we have going on. We got we got Space Bridge stuff. We got stuff going on with Cybertron. We have the whole Sentinel Prime, Optimus Prime feud. We have the whole Shockwave angle. And this is an episode that has nothing to do with any of that. Okay. And right. I just could not stand either part of this episode. You, uh, I stopped writing that... notes. I, I, I would have had 100 more notes. I stopped writing notes because I knew it was just going to be a shit fest. <laughs> Sonic guitar attack. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Other than human error. Oh, I have other, one other, yes. Least favorite episode. I only have one other one. Okay. I only, uh, have, I only had two episodes this entire season that I think I rated under a five. Um, human error, I gave a one. And uh, three is a crowd, I gave a four. Um, 
Yeah, Three's a Crowd was just dumb. It was another throwaway episode that didn't belong in season three to me. Yep. So I agree. Those are my only two least favorite episodes. Yeah. See, there's only two. <laughs> Steve, least favorite episodes. Ugh. <laughs> oh, boy. Three's a Crowd, Where Is They Sting? Human Error Part 1 and 2. Decepticon Air. You didn't like Decepticon Air? I don't care for half this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I like Decepticon Air for the the multiple Decepticons that were in it, but it was just kind of asinine. Yes, Prime climbs out of a a transwarp bucket that's in Swindle. <laughs> Swindle gave birth to Optimus Prime. And Swindle is a crack whore that uh, could not hold a space bridge in his chest. Because you saw what it did to Omega and Megatron and Starscream, and no, this guy carries around a portable one in his pocket. <laughs> good point. I did like that episode, but good point. And, and all the Decepticons get free. It's like, can you be any more stupid? <laughs> I think they just used the wrong terminology there. They, they, they should have called it his subspace pocket, and somehow subspace and transwarp coincide somehow and that's how it happened but to actually say he has a you know a, a warp gate in his chest is kind of ridiculous Prime just wanted to feel like what it was like to be inside a Decepticon <laughs> oh, uh, I want to be in you <laughs> now I want to get out <laughs> <laughs> and then he says give me your face as he grabs his face <laughs> yeah Need I go on? <laughs> you have least. any other least favorite ones? <laughs> the Expendables? <laughs> Showing up in the human error? The the Autobots being evil? Soundwave being a lame ass? Agreed. Michael, any least favorite episodes? Anything uh, problem? Not anything with such vehement hatred as uh, Steve, but <laughs> I liked uh, where. Well, no, this is least favorite. Never mind. I didn't like. I didn't like any of these. Uh, no, I didn't like. Where is thy sting? I'm not uh, well, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I like that they brought I like Wasp where in. Where is thy sting? Well, let me clarify here. I mean, I like Wasp and Wasp. Uh, I like Wasp. The fact that, you know, he's a traitor, but he's not a traitor, or they think he's a traitor, and now he's back, and we have to try to apologize to him, but he never does. Um, basically, they they didn't use Wasp well enough in this episode, in my opinion, and I think they just kind of brought him in to set him up for his later appearance as Waspinator, which was yeah. a much better episode. Uh, this episode seems like an excuse to introduce the Jet Twins. Which that are... Should have never my, happened. I know, they're just my two least favorite characters. Have we covered least favorite characters? Not yet. No. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Uh, so yeah, I didn't... I wasn't as happy with this. Just, you know, the whole... What the hell is an electric paint job? And... and I don't know. It just didn't... didn't sit well with me. I didn't like... Three's a crowd. Uh, 
you know, in the beginning, Sumdak compares Bulkhead to Hitler. <laughs> he did do that. He did do that, yeah. And I, I, I just like, seriously. Uh, there was almost a Devastator, <laughs> but they spoiled it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, the... You, 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 I understand that you don't know if there's going to be a season four, but you know that there'd be a Devastator in season four. And there's a chance you might not have a season four. So you've got two minutes to spare here at the end of this episode. Instead of, you know, top of the world, Ma, you know, why don't you give us something we want to see? Make the three of them combine. You know, I mean, you've already got Safeguard, who's literally, a, a, you know, the left half of a guy and the right half of a guy smooshed together to make a guy. <laughs> but here you'd have, you know, Scrapper and, and Mixmaster smooshed together into one guy with a hat on top of it. It would still be twice as big as any one of the, any one of the other Transformers, including Megatron. I would have taken that. Even if you had blown him up at the end, that would have been fine by me. I agree. Uh, you know, and maybe they set it up for Scrapper later, but I really think, I really think that was an afterthought. I, I think if they, toward the end they just said, you know, we're never going to get a Devastator. Let's just slip Scrapper in here and make him a replacement Autobot, which is dumb on many levels. But number one, because he's a Decepticon, so I, I didn't see it. And and Dirt Boss is just not a good character. He'd make an awesome head for Devastator. The only thing good about that episode was uh, Redgar. Uh, in Three's a Crowd? Wasn't Redgar he in there? In... No, later on. Oh, no, he was mind. later. He was in where, uh, uh, This Is Why I Hate Machines. Oh, that's right. Not... I'm getting my things confused. Yeah. This Is Why... No, no, no. It was Human Error Part 2. Yeah. That... The, re- the replacement. Yeah. yeah. So you've got Scrapper, you've got uh, Redgar, and, uh, and Snarly. Snarly. Yeah. Was there? Snarly, so, here's Snarly. Do you have any other least favorite episodes between, besides "Where's I Sing" and "Three's a Crowd"? Uh, God, I'm still ranting about "Three's a Crowd." You know, <laughs> Cerebro oh. shells, really? And he dances, <laughs> and he dances around, going, "You got a problem? You got a problem?" You know, uh, no, I, I couldn't take it. I had, yeah, so no, I didn't like that episode. But that's uh, it's about the only two I didn't like, though. Yeah, for me, as far as least favorite episodes. Like, there are a couple episodes in here, stuff like, there's some stuff in Five Servos of Doom I could do without. There's some, there's plenty of stuff in Human Error I could do without. But mainly, overall, what it comes down to in, in Season 3 is, Three's a Crowd does not fucking belong in this series whatsoever. Uh, it, it's a full-on throwaway episode. It adds nothing to the total story. Dirt boss, is, Dirt boss is nothing but a Burgess Meredith ripoff and a bad one at that. Um, no, it's not Burgess Meredith. We, we uh, talked about this in that episode. There's we, a, yes, we did. And I think I it was James was, Cagney was the right. character. Well, no. Anyway, it just that that was just horrible. Horrible, horrible episode. So moving on well, to the worst. The, the worst part about Human Error was that it was two parts, though. Okay. I spent two this sucks. On this sucks, and it's going to suck next week too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done with the episodes now. All right, moving on to the final category is least favorite characters in season three, <laughs> and I'm going to go first because I'm going to get these out of the way right now. The entire series, I've never liked Lugnut, Bulkhead, and Bumblebee, but specifically Lugnut in season three. His constant pontificating, oh my god. If any if any Decepticon deserved the mouth clamp from Sentinel Prime, it's Lugnut. <laughs> he said pontificate. Um, 
<laughs> um, so did you not like Inferno and Beast Wars either? No, Inferno was Inferno was funny. Lugnut is not funny. Lugnut is, you know, sucking on Megatron's dick all the time. Hmm. So if he had called Megatron my queen, you would have thought it was okay. I swear it's the same character. It, it's very it similar. is the same character, but Lugnut is just it, it He's uh, a baby back bitch. Plus, plus the other thing for me, and I, I know they only wanted to have one triple changer. The other, it, it should have been Blitzwing and Astro Train. God damn it! Not fucking Lugnut. I kind of like Lugnut. No fucking Lugnuts. <laughs> um, bulkhead uh, again. Why are you creating or inserting a character that has nothing to do with the Autobot team whatsoever? Uh, bulkhead. Yes, Bulkhead. You know, I I think that they created him because they needed a strong guy. And they didn't want to use Braun. Honestly, if they had named Bulkhead Braun, I would totally would have bought it. Yep. But it would have had to be a different voice actor. Not necessarily. It just no, would have been better. Well, look at Prowl. Prowl was still Prowl, so a police car, kind of, but a completely really. different character. Whereas this would have been Braun. It still would have been Braun, but a completely different character. They could have had Hoist. They could have had Braun. They could have had like, Gears. Like... Well, look at Ratchet. Ratchet is still a ambulance, but... Complete different character. There was, but he has would have been okay. What were you yeah. going to say, Steve? I said, but he has a lot of homages, whereas uh, Bulkhead looks nothing like any of those other characters, right. and so that would just piss people off. Yeah, there was but just like plenty Braun? of characters they could have chosen to do instead of Bulkhead. If they needed a strong character, there was dozens to choose from. Braun was never. Braun was not Braun a green four by four. Never an APC. When when was Braun not a? Braun. Braun! When was Braun not a, a green uh, truck? He was a green truck, but he was never, you know, this overweight APC. I, I you know, I honestly think that if they had named him Braun, people would have been a little more forgiving. I doubt it. I would have. I would have. Yeah. No, I would have. That's, what I, that's what I don't like the character. I think he's lovable. I like him. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he's about as big bad as and stumbling and... You know, honestly, I like this rendition of Braun better than I like Transformers Prime Braun. Because Transformers Prime Braun isn't lovable at all. He's kind of horrible. He's mean. Wait. Bulkhead. Not Braun. Stop calling him fucking Braun. Oh, I meant Bulkhead. Transformers Prime Bulkhead is awesome. (laughs) Oh. That's a whole other show, guys. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. Let's talk talk about what Prime did to Wheeljack. Hold on. My. Uh uh Shut up. I, I like the Wheeljack homage. Oh, hey, God. Transformers Anyways, anime. the right, final yeah. character that really takes the cake, this character has only had one redeeming smart thing that he ever did the entire series. Uh, for season three, though, he's still a dick, which is Bumblebee. Still cannot stand I still Bumblebee. I could not tell which character you were talking about. I have to be more specific. Pick one, yeah. Again, Bumblebee has this transition that he goes through through the, the length of the series where season three Bumblebee is way better mannered, more mature. You know, he's, he's, he screws up less than season one Bumblebee. Actually, he's still annoying I, actually liked, I thought Bulkhead and Bumblebee were better in season three than the other two seasons, whereas Lugnut I thought was a little bit worse in this season than the other two. Yeah, I agree. How about Lugnut? I mean, I mean, Lugnut's really <laughs> Lugnut like at some like... point ended up being comic relief. Yeah, I just liked Lugnut a lot in the earlier seasons, and I didn't really care for him as much this season. Yeah, earlier he was more like the brawn. He's like the the answer to Bulkhead on the Decepticon side, and then when they introduced Shockwave, well, Shockwave is badass, so now we have to kind of 
dumbify Lugnut. Yeah. Lugnut kind of got the uh, the Grimlock treatment in Season 3 of G1, where it's like, well, we have this badass character, but now we have to, you know, put him in the in the uh, the butler uniform and make him serve drinks. <laughs> that would have almost been awesome if they did that to Lugnut in this. That would have been here, awesome. Jeeves. <laughs> Where's my martini? <laughs> All right, Kevin, what are your least favorite characters? All right, I narrowed it down to six. Um, first of all, for just they're all human. No, I didn't. None of them are human on my list because there really wasn't many humans in season three, um, which was a good thing. Over the just brief appearances, I could not stand Red Alert, and I could not stand Striker. Striker. Oh, I, I, oh, I call on. it Striker because I'm not going to call it Striker because it's not. You hate women, don't you? I, I well, with Red Alert, I, I hate characters. it when I do this. I hate it not when I do this. I hate it when reboots do this, and I'm actually going to do a blog on this one at one point. But I hate when remakes change the gender of a character. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's just weird. They've they've done it in Care Bears. They've done it in uh, Transformers. They've done it in uh, GI Joe. And I, I just don't understand why you change a male character to a female or a female to a male. Like, why did it have to be Red Alert? Why couldn't it have been one of the other female Autobots? I think I was happier seeing Red Alert as a nurse. <laughs> well, he acted like a nurse in G1, yes. But <laughs> no nurse. Yeah, uh, yeah Stryka can burn in hell. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible voice, it was a terrible look, it was a terrible character. As far as the characters that actually had a bigger part, um, Sentinel Prime obviously can go rotten hell. Um, Jetfire and Jetstorm are by far the worst character that they ever came up with in this entire series. Amen. Uh, <laughs> and it's a shame that they actually even called the one Jetfire, because that's just like blasphemy. That's like a it's, bitch slap to the face. Yeah, it's almost as much of a bitch slap as creating a emo character and calling it Prowl. Um, <laughs> because that is... Pro- I was hoping that eventually he would grow on me since he was my favorite G1 character, but I just cannot stand anything they did with this character. It should not be Prowl. They should have called it Hound or something, or Mirage or, or something else besides Prowl. And uh, my last character that I didn't like, and you guys are not going to agree with me, but I could not stand Yokotron. <laughs> I could kind of understand that. I just liked him for how he looked and the His voice. Look was okay. The look I, and the voice was okay. I just don't like him as a character, and I don't like him as the sensei of the Cyber Ninjas. I, I did. Well, you no. just didn't like the ninjas altogether, but <laughs> I, I I liked the fact that the of the character and the voice, but I. I didn't like the fact that he just kind of rolled over and died. He's like, oh, we have to protect the Sparks, but I don't want to come back to life, so fuck you. No, that was that was wisdom there, because Prowl does the same thing when he dies. Uh, wisdom, my ass. Up. That's just the My time to word. die? It's yeah. easy to die and give up. The best things the writer did, <laughs> the best things the writers did was kill Yokotron and Prowl. It did fit. It did. But no, I, I would have been happier, you know, like Kevin said, I would have been happier if it was, uh, sorry, saving the day. With her key and her magic fingers. It would have wrapped everything up in a nice little bow. Yeah. She That's could it have, uh, She could have uh, really pressed Megatron's buttons and put them <laughs> offline. Wow. Give him a nice massage with those Ghost in the Shell fingers, you know? Yeah. 
Alright. Happy Ender Megatron? Tentacle fingers. <laughs> Who else has least favorite characters I haven't talked about? Steve, what are your least favorite characters from season three? Okay, we're gonna have fun with this one. Um I'll say Yokotron. No, I'm not. First of all, I would I would agree with uh TFG one as far as I greatly dislike Bumblebee, Lugnut, and what's his face? Tells tells you how important he is to me. His face. Yes. Uh bulkhead. <laughs> oh. I, I hate the rendition of Rattletrap. Yes. Despite really? the fact that it's an homage. Yes. I That was I, so Rat Trap, and I know you love Rat Trap, so I, I like Rat Trap. They kind of butchered his personality. At least they could have done is at least stuck similar, kind of like they did with Black Arachnia and Waspinator. Yeah. See, um, if they had brought Scotty in there, you would have been like, woohoo, Rat Trap! But Rat Trap's not little bitch that cowers to the bad the guy. The thing side. is, you're like, forgetting toys. season one Rat Trap. Yeah, but everybody that sees Waspinator and Black Arachnia in Transformers Animated will recognize immediately who they are. Half the people will not even realize that that's Rat Trap. Really? That's pretty obvious. Oh no! The entire fandom was up in an uproar when Derek. I'm talking about the casual fan that saw Beast Wars, and then I'm not talking about diehard fans. I'm talking about the casual person that saw Beast Wars and then saw animated. You would see Black Rackin and Wasmayer and be like, "Oh, they're from Beast Wars." You would see that character and you'd be like, "Who is that?" It did not. Well, you wouldn't give him a second thought. It would be no more important than Huffer, Power Glide, Sea Spray, any of those. Right. You wouldn't have been like, "Oh, that's Rat Trap from Beast Wars." You wouldn't have said that. A casual fan would not say that. No. Well, so boo. Truck not monkey fan would say that. <laughs> yeah, probably, but they're diehards, so. <laughs> Who's that supposed fucker. to be? Why can I see his brain? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> um, uh, Perceptor, I would say, is horrible because of the voice. They could have. <laughs> how, got... how did they get Stephen Hawking to do the voice for? <laughs> that wasn't Stephen. Hawking. I know. That wasn't Stephen Hawking. That was uh, Roger Ebert. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. It's Microsoft Bob. <laughs> Remember Microsoft Bob? That was a long time ago. The, the look of Perceptor was cool. Yeah, the voice just destroyed it. Yeah. The, I couldn't the... understand a word he said. I liked him because it's Perceptor, but I, yeah. He was talking about pantsing the Decepticons, and, <laughs> and that's all I got out of it. Um, Wheeljack should have said something. That Sentinel cool. should have been popped in the forehead. And other a long time chin. Ago. Yeah, in his chin. Well, popped in his chin and then shot through the brain and never to be revived. Uh, or Prime should have just hit him with the Magnus Hammer. Yes. Okay, before you go on about Sentinel, I, I looked up Perceptor on here. And it doesn't ha- he, Perceptor is, isn't it. It's a computer voice. It's voiced by Plain Talk, which yeah. is an unknown speech synthesizer. So there was no actual fucking voice actor. Right. It's... No. <sighs> but but it shouldn't have had that. It's no different than in TF Prime, which obviously we'll get into a hell of a lot longer from now. But later, yeah. Of Bumblebee and Soundwave having no voice at all. Uh. Let's not get into that argument. Slag. Um, <laughs> But but yes, um, <laughs> I I would I would say overall that uh, th- there were quite a few characters, but those are just the tip of the iceberg. Yes. Okay, and Michael, what are your least favorite characters? Uh, safeguard. 
You know, okay. just just why? <laughs> you know, to sell you, more toys. No, you can't even say it's to sell more toys because that toy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was not even a good toy. It's like you know when you're in bed with a woman and God, here we go. No, and you're kind of cuddled up, you know, and you're you're next to her. Let's say you're you're cuddled, and you have your arm kind of under her, right? And you don't know what to do with that arm because it's just going to sleep. Wow. And you don't want to move it because it's like then you're not cuddling anymore. That's kind of a nice uh, reference for the entire safeguard toy. Safeguard, it's like you've got two halves of two people kind of smooshed together in the middle, except for that extra arm is hanging out their back. <laughs> and it really doesn't know where to go. It doesn't look right. It looks like someone's arm. Well, it goes up their partner's ass. <laughs> that would Scratch be better. I, I I would take that. I would say, hey, that's fine. You know, I don't uh, know. They, they... That, that'd be kind of gross to take that, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I mean, I would accept that from the toy if they had. You know, somehow managed to get that arm in between the two of them and factored in, uh, so that it wasn't hanging out. And even even if they did have it hanging out, there's still the leg hanging out. So it's like, is it is that a wing? Is it a giant hemorrhoid? I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to get at here. Even individually, the two characters weren't very good toys. And this is from a series with just awesome toys, with good articulation and nice transformations and. You know, it was just, it was a travesty. I didn't even take mine out of the package. I had to buy it because I bought them all, but it's still sitting in the closet in the package. So, yeah, I don't like Safeguard. Um, didn't like the voices. I mean, you think Perceptor's bad. I couldn't understand a damn word these two were saying. And when you read the transcript of what they're saying, it's it's kind of clever. It's like, oh, well, that's kind of neat, you know, how they said that. Uh at one point, they say something. Sentinel Prime tells them, "Oh, go create a diversion." And he's like, "Well, what being diversion?" And he says, "Well, diversion is blowing stuff up." And he goes, "Oh, I like diversion." And they said it almost like the version, and it was a play on that. And it's it's clever, written on paper. But when they actually say it, it's like, oh, God, I, this is so freaking annoying. I can't even. No, so I don't like that character. Um, didn't like it when they threw him in and when they introduced him. Didn't like him when he showed up in every damn episode after that. It's like, do they, do they need a flyer that bad? Bring back Swoop. Swoop will come in and fly Sentinel Prime to the island. Or give somebody Somehow. else a jetpack. Exactly. We'll figure it out. It just it, it just annoyed me. And then you've got Dirt Boss, who, number one, is, is, is just an, uh, I don't want to say annoying but, you know, he's got that whole, you got a problem, you know, and that is literally, you got a problem is literally 50% of his lines in that episode. And, I mean, it, it's an interesting storyline. You know, he's a he's a gangster and he, and a mobster, let's say, because gangster sounds too rap video, but he's a mobster and 1920 Chicago, you know, and he's going to, he's going to take over the town by, you know, cornering the resources and, and that, that sounds kind of neat, but it just didn't play out that way. And the fact that he's a Constructicon, and we want a Devastator. We want one so bad we can taste it, and yet the potential is lost. 
you can't see me shake the fist here, but it's it's emphasizing, right? <laughs> it's like, there's a pause for emphasis, and the fist is shaking, and it's like, they can't see that. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Dirt Boss, the lost potential, he, he really bothered me. Um, but, I mean, as far as, you know, overall characters that I didn't like, I, I've never liked Lugnut. Um, even when he became comic relief toward the end, didn't like him. Um, just didn't see what Techno saw in that guy. God, let's not even go there. <laughs> He'll tell us, I'm sure. We'll, let's not this, even. This will be the one call-in we get for the whole the whole, the whole series of Techno going. Look, that's the best. Yeah, let's not even go there. <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, I don't. Uh, you know, I like everybody, even the human characters for the most part. I'm surprised you didn't pick Oil Slick as your least favorite, Mike. Oil Slick. Well, He's only in that one scene, so. But he kills your he boy. Did, he did show up in that in that second uh, human episode, briefly. Did he? Yeah, he was Team Char showed up. I just thought you put him on there since he killed your favorite assault. character. Wait, no, oh. Oil Slick was not showing up second. Oil Slick only showed up once. No, Team Char showed up for a brief second in the full-on uh, Decepticon assault on the planet. At the end, oh yeah, uh, but there was no speaking roles for that though. Did he speak at all? Yes, he, he did. Killed Rodimus. It was. It was. I, I think he just killed Rodimus. Rodimus. He didn't say anything. Well, I was just no. going to bring him up because actually that was Springer in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. No. He. No. He. He does have a voice actor. It is Phil Lamar. He did say something. He goes. Uh. After Rodimus goes, you're going to have to get past me, Deceptic Creep. Oil Slick goes. You act like that's a big deal, Autobot. Or he says something like that, and then he flicks the cosmic rust cylinder at Rodimus. Go so spring. he did talk. Oh, okay. But the scene in in Human Error where they're attacking the the planet, the only one that has a speaking role in that is Starscream. None of the other ones actually speak, so I don't count that as... That's just a background appearance of Oil Slick. It has been spoken. Um, it is law. Shut up. <laughs> it's my opinion, damn it. My you guys. I'm going <laughs> How many times are you going to go home? Shut up. Uh, he won't stay home. He keeps coming back. <laughs> um, do we have anything else we want to bring up before we go to break? Do we have anything else we need to discuss about season three? No, not that I'm not going to speak of in episode 20. Oh, lovely. All right, so... Is this another take... episode? We're going to take a quick break. You're going to hear some ads and some quotes and all that happy crap. I almost I almost actually forgot to put the quotes in last week. I had to re-edit last week's episode like three different times, uh, even though I still left a piece in. Transformation Animation Podcast will be back after these messages. Mm, podcast good. Jazz here, and I'm jiving to Transformation Animation. Uh, right, sure. Robot dame in a room. Explains everything. You gotta tune up or tune out, old bot. Why don't you try fighting like a jet? That is, unless you don't think you can handle transforming. It is pretty difficult, especially for a noob such as yourself. Nobody calls me a noob! This is a Cybertronian fugitive, and I'll enforce my authority as the... The, uh, Primer Prime! Did you just make that up? No. There's no such thing as a Primer Prime. It's a real term. Look it up. I'm not gonna look it up. Afraid I'm right? 
You can now hear the Geekcast Radio Network while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile app available for your smartphone. And when you download Stitcher to hear Geekcast Radio, you'll have a chance to win money. Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. During registration, hit the promo code box and enter Geekcast Radio, all one word, to get automatically entered to win $100. The latest episodes of the shows will be waiting for you and your favorites. You'll get access to lots of other amazing shows, too. Always available to you on demand. No syncing. It's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter promo code Geekcast Radio when you register. No, there will be no Operation Interference. I am TFG1 Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. I also have a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. I bring in guest hosts who will be full-time co-hosts in Steve Megatron and fan of the show now co-host Pecan Court Michael. So check out the TFG1 podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transform and roll out. Welcome to my throne room, Future Tales. The Beast Unleashed podcast is over, not gone. You can hear more of this great podcast discussing all the episodes of Beast Wars and Beast Machines on GeekCastRadio.com. We include voice actor and writer interviews with stellar hosting by Steve, Mike, and Michael. Head on over to iTunes or the net, or else I will send you my vehicles to extract your spark and destroy you. <laughs> yes. Stan Bush here, and I dare you to check out Radio Free Cybertron. This is Brian Kilby, host of Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show, and one of the world's first podcasts. First online in 1999. Yes, 1999. We've been doing this for a while. We are also the official podcast of Tformers.com, and quite frankly, we're pretty awesome. So check us out, tfradio.net. Foxcellent. Yes. God. It's working now. I don't. I don't. I don't think it caught that, but it's working now. Foxland, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my new favorite word. Yes, Foxland. Fuck you and the ship you rode in on. Daniel Craig is my rookie bitch now. New Transformers animated. 
Can anyone stop the sinister Starscream? Luckily, the city has new protectors, Optimus Prime and the Autobots. They're teaming up to take down the Decepticons and save the city. Transformers Animated. Each sold separately. Actual change time will vary. I'm Sentinel Prime, and I approve of this message. Now back to Transformation Animation Podcast. We are back here on Transformation Animation Podcast, and each of us is going to go around the table and give our final thoughts on just Season 3, and then that'll be it. So, Kevin, what are your final thoughts on Season 3? I'm looking for the table. Hold on. Um, I don't see a table anywhere near me. My my final thoughts on Season 3 were, uh, like you guys said, it was a step above the previous seasons. Um, we had a lot less humans. Yay. We had a lot more Cybertron. Yay. And a lot more jazz. Yay. Um, no, it was good. Um, at points, there was a lot more solid episodes than the other seasons had. There wasn't as quite as many, uh, just completely lame episodes. There was a few, but not a ton. Uh, the only problem I think with season three for me is there was, like we talked about, there's a lot of stories that were left, uh, not finished. And loose ends not tied up. Um, You know, maybe they all had plans to do stuff in a future season, but you can't always count on that. Um, So it kind of sucks when it gets cut off and you can't finish stories, but I can totally understand why this was cut off after three seasons. So um, It's because of that fucking sequel. That's what it was. No, it wasn't. It was because it was a terrible series. Because of that Um, fucking sequel. But, yeah, season three, more Cybertron, more Autobots, so I guess that's a good thing. Steve, final thoughts on season three. Um, better than season one and two, but ultimately it fails. What? Ultimately, it gets canceled. Michael, final thoughts on season three? Uh, Season three had a much darker tone than the uh, two previous seasons. Uh, I like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I like the the crazed medical experiments by Black Arachnia. Uh, I like Sentinel Prime trying to take over the world and you know shooting everything that moves. Uh, you know, single handedly uh, creating the Hitler Youth um, and the Red Scare, trying <laughs> to shoot down Omega Supreme. You know, I mean, he just becomes pretty wicked <laughs> in season three. Uh, there's lots of talk of war and the consequences of war, uh, such as you know many of the characters being killed. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, well, you know, some of it was cool. Uh, they didn't kill RC, which didn't make any sense to me because she actually gets struck down. Uh, That's true. Yeah, I mean, they actually, I want to say, Shockwave kind of, you know, was particularly vicious, kind of grabs all the feeds out of her skull and pulls them free. And previously, even the Autobot said, if we pull all this crap out of her head, she's going to die. And she didn't die. Uh, in fact, they revived her and she was fine afterward, which, again, previously they said would never happen because she brain fried her. But uh, now she should have died. And uh, I kind of agree to a certain extent that, uh, you know, Sari should have been the one sacrificing herself at the end. Plus, then we would have been assured that she never came back in another series ever again. <laughs> well, no. You know what they could have done is they could have sacrificed her Cybertronian side and her oh, human element. True. Then they could have made her eight years old again. And, you know, and she could have married uh, Chip Chase in a future universe. There you go. 
Or uh, she could have married Daniel. Ah, that's ah. how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, it was a great ending. Uh, but I, I wanted to see a season four, and I know some people are like, "What was season four? But I would have liked to have seen a Devastator. I would have liked to have seen what happened to Sari. Uh, I would have liked to have seen something decent done with the Dinobots. Uh, if season three would have been season one, then you probably would have got a season four. <laughs> if they would have started with season three. Well, no, if, it, you know, if you go on the assumption that, that the series got canceled because it was crap, uh, which you know some people may may believe, then then yeah, maybe that was true. Uh, if they had started as strongly as season three had started, then there definitely would have been a season four. But I, I don't believe that to be the case. I, I'm agreeing with uh, Blanchard that you know they got canceled because there was just no room for the toys on the shelf because they were selling the hell out of uh, Transformers Two toys. Yep. So exactly. how is Transformers Prime allowed to be in existence? Because Dark of the Moon is the last movie for a while, and the Dark of the Moon toys are now off the shelves, pretty much. I mean, they're right. still there, but... Notice the- that they didn't sell any toys until after the Dark of the Moon toys are... I mean, they, they still have a couple Dark of the Moon repaints out on the shelves now, but we don't have any Prime toys. They're selling them through Big Bad Toy Store as a test market, but that's it. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it, it coexisted with the movie. The series coexisted uh, only because... The uh, Hasbro's coming out with this unified Transformers theory, uh, right. where they're rewriting the mythos, and they're still screwing it up because the books and the comics and the movie uh, and Transformers Prime still don't agree. Well, uh, the movie's not supposed to agree. It's not supposed to agree with the movie. No, I it's think that, it's Michael Bay raping us. No, like it's, it's the, the movies time. are outside of that. It's supposed to be the video game, the uh, the. The, the the books and Transformers Prime are supposed to be in the same same thing. Yeah. Well, even then they're screwing it up. And Transformers <laughs> Prime is enough like the movie. I mean, honestly, the the the, the Optimus Prime figure is well, the first one they release is kind of interchangeable with a movie Prime. Yeah. The Bumblebee figures are interchangeable with a movie Bumblebee. Yeah. Um, you know, I like that they introduced the bulkhead. I I like that that figure or that figure. I like that that character still exists, but, uh, you know, it, I don't know. It's, it's not different enough from Bayformers to really make me take notice. Season three, I, I final thoughts. Season three, three season three, season three, damn it. All right, yes, anyway, season three. Really like the, really like how it ended. I would have liked to have seen more. Uh, I'll be happy watching the season go with uh, that ending scene, with, with the, 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 the sound I want to say the soundtrack, the the better song, the music, and everybody standing there with a the hammer and the thing around his neck, and yay, we won, and he should be Magnus. <laughs> Long season story four. short. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Season four, Magnus! Yes. Elite Guard Bumblebee! I mean, there's so much potential here. What the hell, people? No. <laughs> Let it die. Uh, and as far as my overall thoughts for season three, it was amazing on the surface and very fan wanky. I did love it as a general watch through. However, upon further analysis, it does have a few slight glitches and flaws. Uh, we all wish for season four. Well, most of us, except for Kevin. Uh, but they ended the series on such a high note. It was awesome. Okay, then. The the ending high note was awesome. Yeah, I'm totally lost the ending high note because I was so pissed off at the Cyber Ninja gathering of the yeah. Spark. <laughs> I'm, no. I must have. The last scene must have just totally blew over my head because I was so pissed off. Probably. Uh, the last scene made the season. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch the last scene. 
It was like they return to Cybertron, conquering heroes. They have Megatron trussed up like Hannibal Lecter. Oh, that's right. It was the Star Wars moment. Okay. Never mind. No, oh, that was awesome. No, it wasn't. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> oh, I remember Chewbacca now. still didn't get a medal. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> All right. All right. So, thank you that, for joining That closing us. sound. Yep, yep. Da-da-da. Shigaroth. Da-da-da. No. We're calling Get your Star Wars shit out of my Transformers. No. That's what she said. <laughs> there can be ninjas in Transformers. There can be Star Wars in Transformers. Well, there are those horrible crossover toys. Let's not get into that. Oh, don't get me thank started. You, thank you. There are those horrible Star Wars Transformers, Marvel Transformers crossover toys. We're not getting into that. Thank you for joining us here on Transformation Animation Podcast. There are several ways to get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com. You can comment on each episode post. Leave the show's feedback in iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter. The show name there is TFA Podcast. Mine is TFG on Mike. Kevin, what is your Twitter? Optimus Solo. Steve? CP21. Michael? Pecan CT Michael. You actually remembered this time. Uh, it was on the ball, yes. Yes. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash geekcast or radio network. We are now up to 295 fans. Thank you to all of you. Uh, call the voicemail line. Tell us to show you the message for and your name. 502-526-5821. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Transformation Animation Podcast and wish you'll join us next time when we will be talking about Transformers Animated The Toys with special guest Spade of the Bolt Matrix. For now, I am TFG1 Mike with... Michael Wilson, who will also be here next week. <laughs> Optimus Solo, who will not be here next week. And Steve Megatron Phillips, who will not be present. We will tap you again next week. This is Optimus Solo, and I survived watching three seasons of Transformers Animated. Auto... Uh, man. Transform... Or, uh, roll... Uh, uh, let's, let's just go. You wouldn't dare do something that stupid! I am Rekgar! I dare to be stupid! Transform and roll out! <laughs>